In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You are advised that any view expressed by the host or their guest are not necessarily the views of the owners or management of Toginet Radio, Togi Entertainment, or the Owners Group, Inc. us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Ghost Chronicles Live, or whatever it is. I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper to the realm of the unknown, the unexplained, the unbelievable, and all the other unstuff that's hanging around here lately. New England's own Van Helsink, with me, my co-host, the blonde Von Shell from East Bridgewater, Runway, and Carrigan. Well, Hello. That was a big hole. I know. I want everybody to hear me. Oh. Okay. Merry Christmas. And we are broadcasting live, and we are live from Circles of Wisdom in Andover, Massachusetts, behind a throng of people, big throng of people. Hi. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> also with us today is my very, very, very good friend, the Queen of Angels in America, Elizabeth Foley. Hey, Ron. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Are you going to bend over like a duck all night long? You Talking need to explain to what that means. Oh, oh yeah, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, moving right into that. Uh, Ron? Yes? I am a guest. Oh, right. But I, I agree to be here to help you. I think you're my, like my sister, you know, so I treat oh, you so sweet. God. Yeah, that's Ron's a little bit. sick and he's got germy things going on. Oh, my God, she's just like... Crawling over and talking to the microphone. Peace. Give it out, Elizabeth. Give I it out. I don't need your germ thing. Oh, my God. She is so bad with hey, that germ I've stuff. I've been sick for five days, okay? So. Yeah, you can type. Just type it that way. And anyways, also with us today is the astrologer extraordinaire of the New England area, none other than Dorothy Ananogar. Morgan. It's Anona. And Amona. <laughs> She's Amona. Whoa. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Ron. Okay, Merry Christmas, everyone. Yeah, Ron's <laughs> wound. <laughs> and uh, so you, you've got the, the story. Oh, yeah, I forgot. And also uh, there know. with us, way in the background, pounding on the keyboard, is none other than my favorite photographer in medium in all-around web person, good friend, Laura Worcester. I'm so quiet. Can you speak up a little louder? Hi, Ron. <laughs> you need a yell like me, Laura. Okay. <laughs> so, so people are probably wondering what the hell is going on. Uh, you know, why are these people yakking and talking in the phone and all this stuff? Well, whether you know it or not, 
uh, Skype sits down the first time since 2007, and it's really nasty. So what happened is that uh, we have a, whatever this is, the phone? It's just a phone. It's a phone. It's called a phone. Right. And everybody's, so in this century. And everybody's so afraid that they're not going to be heard that like they bend it over like those ducks. You ever have those ducks that, you, you, you know, like <laughs> perpetual ducks? Bingo, bingo. The ones you shoot at at the fair? No, no. The ones that, remember they have the little things? Those are the coolest things. I love oh, them. Oh, yeah, into the water. Yeah, they go to water. Yeah, you put yeah, them in the yeah, water yeah. cup and they dink back that. Yeah. Back. Oh, it must have been before my time. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> Keep bending over the phone, says Viking. Yeah, that's good. So, so anyways, we, we, we've got a lot of things to talk about, but but since this Skype thing is, is really down, and I'm going to bring Dorothy on for a quick uh, hit right away to explain why Skype is down worldwide, because she knows all this stuff because she reads the stars. Well, I'm not going to give you the technical reason. You'll have to go to their Twitter page and find out because they've, they've announced it, but... Hey, what's that? There you go. God calling. Yeah. <laughs> Again? <laughs> wow. There you go. Mercury, Mercury is retrograde. I mean, this is the... the and by worst. the way, Viking says everybody sounds great. I awesome. heard that in the stack. So. Awesome. Um, this time of year, this time of year is not the best... Uh-oh. What happened? What? Really? All right. We, we had a, uh, another person coming in here, and she had to turn around because uh, uh, she's a chicken. Uh, so, anyways, <laughs> anyways, go yeah. ahead, Dorothea, tell us more about this, whatever um, happened to Skype. Uh, Skype went down. Uh, something about nodes and things like that. I don't know the technical reasons of what, what Skype is going through, but Mercury's retrograde, and it's in the sign of Sagittarius retrograde. So that just has, that just has the, um, the energy of technology, especially technology that's involved uh, worldwide, is... Um, it's, it's overloaded. So with the retrograde, this isn't surprising that they're now having to redo um, and reestablish whatever it is that they re they have to reestablish. They're calling it nodes. I don't know what that is, but they have to reestablish certain things to get the calls back up. So that's appropriate for Mercury retrograde. It's not so great this time of year because people are shopping and they're going to buy things that they may not like or want in just another couple of weeks by the first of the year. So it's it's not an easy season to actually have a Mercury retrograde. So once again, Mercury and retrograde gets blamed for all our ills. It gets it gets blamed for when we're we're making rash decisions and we're moving too quickly, and that's when it's retrograde. It wants us to slow down and just take our time, but we don't know how to do that in today's environment. Mm -hmm. Most hey, of us. Hey, don't. wait a minute, Bob. How come uh, if Leslie's turning around and clocking, she's in, in the stack in the uh, chat room right now? Maybe she turned around earlier. You only have to drive two hours to get it. Well, 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 well. Mm. Leslie Martin. Leslie Martin. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So I got. There you go. Why didn't I think of that? Why didn't I think of a? a actually, Elizabeth, you've got your all your angels there, right, Elizabeth? Mm-hmm. So now you you've got. I mean, you know all about angels, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. And. That's a yes. <laughs> She seems I, little, I never know what Ron's going to come out she's, with. So she's I'm a little shy. She's a little shy. <laughs> so, I mean, there are a lot of angels. Mm -hmm. And there are a lot of archangels, right? Yes. How many archangels? We don't really know if the guy's first. You want to guess? No. I couldn't begin. Okay. All right. Anyway. Get an angel dictionary book. Make sure that it gets reprinted, gets bigger and bigger and bigger. 
So they come up with so, new names? So technically speaking, no one really knows how many archangels there are. So here's the thing I want to know. Is there an arch- archangel to fix electronic devices? And who should we pray to? That's Archangel Michael. No, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I thought, like, Archangel Michael was, like, God's Marines that, you know, he's the tough guy, he handles all the bad stuff and whatever. Mm-hmm. So why would, why would he be demoted to uh, repairman for electronics? Well, you see, you think of, of actually judging things that way, but they don't judge things. That's no. one of his specialties, to get energy moving. Oh. All right. So. You like Michael. Right, and I can see we actually have the little Skype indicator on the com- computer. I'm going to, and as soon as Michael gets this blessing and and it goes green, then I will let you know. But go ahead, go on. Yes. No, no, I, I want to hear what what else uh, Dorothy. Has. Why we missed that? What, what happened? How do we get off to that? I don't know. I I, I took a breath and we're good. <laughs> yeah, we we, we actually we, we we actually talked. We were talking about Mercury retrograde. Uh, yeah, Mercury and then Sagittarius, and yeah. then you went into something else. And what, what are you saying? You had a brain fart moment. Oh, <laughs> it's a stupid hat I'm wearing. Um, Cutting off its circulation. But so I wanted to hear what's in store for the beginning well, of 2011. Well, before we yeah, before we get into 2011. Um, I mean, we just went into a full eclipse thing, which is pretty It was big, rare. Big yeah. yeah. Yeah, the one we had was rare. And the reason it was rare was because it was totally rare. Because it wasn't medium well done. <laughs> Correct. Correct. It was, yeah, rare. Um, <laughs> it was a total eclipse, and it was on the solstice, the winter solstice. Now, it hasn't happened since 1638. Now, we've had other partial eclipses. We've had one back in 1980, I think it was. I don't have all the dates in my head. But we had a few, a couple of years, you know, in, in our lifetime, most of us. Um, but they were only partial. This is a total lunar, um, total lunar eclipse. So it was very, it was, it's big, it's important. It was the end of the last degree of Gemini's where the moon was, and Gemini rules communication. It rules um, contracts we make. It rules short, short trips. So it was not a good time to sign a contract. Not a good time to sign a contract mm-hmm. because Gemini's ruling planet is Mercury, and Mercury is retrograde. You know what's so, funny? You mentioned that because we were supposed to sign our contract for our new book, which is coming out next year, mm-hmm. and it got postponed to the first of the year. Good, and you should wait till January 4th or after. Yeah, it will be. Mm-hmm. Wow. And you should. So somebody intervened. must be one of your angels. Yeah, or one of your angels. One of yours. <laughs> well, your angels and my angels are the same angels, aren't they? Not necessarily, Vaughn. Well, you can we come closer? You like? Halfway across. I think she's backing away she's from you. Away I was trying to see what's going on in the chat room. Well, we have a chat room monitor right there. She can speak up anytime you want. And we actually have a question. But wait a minute. Now I get totally messed. Where was I? Because I just called her in about something about something. Um, your contract got delayed, and so you have. Oh, it was intervented by the angels. Blah blah blah. And speaking yeah. about the angels, we do have a question from the chat room, uh, Laura. Go ahead, Laura. It's the one up a little bit about the History Channel one. Did any? All right. I'm not monitoring. Um, did anyone see the History Channel's Ancient Alien Angels? Basically, the theory is that angels and demons are aliens. Yes, I have seen yeah. that one. Okay, so let's ask our uh, angel expert once again. And what did you see at first the show? First of all. I saw part of it. I didn't see the whole thing. Okay, and, and, and what did you think I of the show itself? I think they're very different. I think angels are very different than ETs. 
Okay. And you call aliens ETs? Mm-hmm. Right. For extraterrestrial? Correct. Okay. They even say some of the ascended masters like Christ and Mother Mary are also ETs. Really? Hmm. Really. Hmm. Wow. But angels haven't what? taken physical embodiment. You know what? If you think about it, they would be ETs because they were really never of this earth. So True. therefore, oh, they're extraterrestrial. So. They are. If you want to look at it that way, but I guess. I mean, we're also sort of ETs too. Right. And you're definitely. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, here comes the book. Yep, watch out. And it also depends on, on how a person interprets that energy. If the indigenous people, okay, star a being of light that just appears and talks to them, mm-hmm. you know, they may not know what to say. So they're mis- mis- misrepresented. It all depends on how the person or that civilization or that community interprets that energy. The way I see Michael may be very different than you see him, or, and I, I forgot your name. Anne. Anne, or Dorothy, or Laura, or Bob. Or Bob. I don't earn points. (laughs) (laughs) To come to be what you are not, you must go by the way in which you are not. What does that mean? That's very deep. By the way, you're probably wondering who said that. St. John of the Cross. Okay. Basically, that means to come to be what you are not, you must go the way in which you are not. So in other words... Think outside the box. Well, no. (laughs) To become what you're not, you're actually straying from your true path. The road less traveled, Bob. Very good, Bob. I think we uh, give him a hand or applause. There you go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, there you go. Glad you did that. From that massive massive audience. So, anyways, ETs and angels. And and you deal with angels. Now, first of all, you've written three books on things. Uh, angels and and you have your own cards as well. Right. But you didn't buy my cards, but that's okay. No, because I don't buy anything. (laughs) Can we put that on Facebook? Bond doesn't buy anything. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's a common understanding. Look at Look at I got this Uh cool lightsaber from Bob here who came in. And I just am so thrilled to it. And I got three very powerful crystals that will blow your butt right out of here. Don't make me blink those out. (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Anyways. Having a Star Wars battle. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just before Christmas. But you know what? There you go. That was very nice of you, Bob, by the way. Thank you very much. And I, I got your Christmas card, too. By the way, Bob was the only one who sent me a Christmas card. Thank you, all of my viewers. You want to come in tomorrow, Ron? No, you sent it to me. And what about the back? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't, I don't buy Christmas cards. Remember, my cards at home on my dining room table. Sorry. Unwritten, I might add. But the interesting thing... You know what? But anyway, you know why you haven't received anyone? Why? Oh, is that... Derek. Power of suggestion. Derek, Christmas card. I'm breaking free of all my ties. Ah. You're breaking free, all right. You know, you have to give to receive, too. No, no, no. Well, that, if you throw yourself out there, the Lord will take care of you. If you have no cards, mm. Okay. So, anyways, we've...
covered a lot of topics here, and, and I know that we're ready for a beyond bizarre, beyond bizarre, or bizarre. I thought we were there. So, <laughs> can we play that now, dear? Beyond bizarre. Premature burial. Lurid stories from the 17th and 18th centuries were spread in the popular press about premature burial. Some of these tales were spread by well-meaning doctors. For example, post-mortem reports described corpses with their fingers chewed off. A sign, some doctors said, that the corpse awoke and was panicked and hungry enough to chew its own extremities. In reality, most or all of the cases were actually the result of rodent infestation. However, there was good reason for people to be terrified of being buried alive. Physicians and medical professionals were not all particularly skilled at telling the difference between dead and unconscious, and burials happened so fast due to the heat in some places and the absence of preserving chemicals that it was not unheard of for a person to wake up underground. John Bateson was an inventor with a paranoia about this very situation, and so he came up with the Bateson Revival Device, a small church bell attached to the lid of the coffin and connected to a cord strapped to the deceased's hand. The idea was, if you woke up in a coffin, you could ring the bell until somebody rescued you. Because his fears were shared by hundreds of people, Bateson was made wealthy with the device. A terrifying tidbit from Varla Ventura's Book of the Bazaar. Available now wherever books are sold. Away from this group. Wow, that was special, huh? Yeah. So, Ann, what do you think of all this stuff? I know you don't have nothing to do with the angels and all that stuff, right? You have no theories on that, no... You, you really don't have any opinions, you're like... Well, right? I, I believe in angels. Really? I do. I do. And I'm always taking uh, pictures of angels in the cemetery. They're oh. my favorite thing. Yeah. So, uh, when you mean pictures of angels, you don't mean real angels, do you? No, angel statuary. Statuary. Yeah. So that's right. But that's, that's my absolute favorite thing to find in the, uh, in the cemetery. Whoa. Okay. Wow. I do. Oh, that's delayed. We don't want that. That's gone. <laughs> anyway, so yeah. it, it, it's funny you mentioned taking pictures of angels, because when I met Elizabeth the first time, she would show me these pictures of orbs, mm-hmm. blue blobs, uh, hazes, you know, and I'd look at it and say, hmm. And, and you too, Laura, right? I mean, you were a photographer. You saw some of these things, and you were saying, yeah, whatever, right? Yeah. The logical mind, right? But then I got to real, realize, uh, okay. <laughs> so, so anyways, um, I soon realized that, that how a ghost manifests things, Bob, and we have seen manifest this, right, Bob? Yeah, okay. Uh, they can manifest themselves in any way. And this would pretty much be the theory of an angel, why an angel is a blob, is a oh, but whatever. Mm-hmm. It's the same way uh, why if someone gives me a picture and sh- shows me an orb, come on in, come on in. Hello, Hello guys. Welcome to uh, Ghost Chronicles at the uh, Circles of Wisdom here in Andover. And by the way, if you're neighborhood and you, you don't mind the pouring snow, uh, <laughs> drop by. Uh, <clears throat> there's uh, free uh, food over there. 
What's this? Oh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Just complaining nobody even only one person. I got a gift. Uh oh. It's cool. They brought you a bag. You didn't fill the pad out. That's good. That means I can recycle the bag. So anyways, angels can manifest themselves in many things. So all the time that I thought maybe you were just a whack job, I realized that you are legitimate and you do know what you're talking about. How sweet. <laughs> oh, it's got paper in it. So do you understand and accept my apology? Mm-hmm. That was an apology? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Team Bonsai. What, what is a Team Bonsai? Oh, you mean, oh, okay, the Blue blue Rangers. Now I get it. Okay, I got this cool little patch, which says Team Bonsai. Yeah, what is it? Okay, for those who don't know, there was this very uh, cult uh, movie out called uh, Bakaroo Bonsai. Oh, God, yeah. It's a cool, cool I movie. I mean, it's it's totally ridiculous, but fun. Uh, and no one can relate. <laughs>
to get Dorothy to come, to, even no. though she did not want to drive and she well, went against her instinct. Well, we talked about, but uh, yeah. we talked about something else. Uh, Maureen? No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Publishing. Well, we oh, talked about that, too. Book scan. So, so what happened? What am I missing? We talked about business. Oh, right, business, right. To turn the leaf over. Which, which it actually is said, too. <laughs> <laughs> be, satisfied, be satisfied with gain, which comes to you on its own accord. Be steady with both success and failure. All right, a lot of people don't know, but... Um, it, uh, for those who, who know me and have listened to the show for the past, God bless them, 10 years. Uh, wow. <laughs> it's been a while, Elizabeth, hasn't it? When you, were, when, when you came WCCM. to that stu- WCCM, that's right. Bob used to listen to me in WCCM, and Elizabeth was actually one of my first guests on WCCM. But anyways, I also uh, worked at Macy's at that time, and when I left Macy's, there was this Italian woman there who, by the way, used to read... Uh, really? No, 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 no. Signature. Oh, handwriting. Oh. Yeah, she was a handwriting thing, which is really cool. And actually, I got to get back her on. We'll have people send some things, and we'll they'll tell all you about. Anyways, uh, and Biken says he misses you, by the way. Since our, our girl over there, does, you, you keeping everything to yourself? You're supposed to be monitoring the chat room. Yeah, wait, I, speak right up. Well, you got to say it for everyone to hear. Love you, Eric. All right. Aww. So, anyways, when I left, she gave me this book, which is called the Souls Book of Answers. So, and basically, it's a, a bunch of proverbs from Chinese, from uh, Wiccan, St. John the Cross, the Lao Tzu, uh, sayings of the Prophet Muhammad, uh, John the Cross, I guess he's popular, Maso Provost, whatever his name is, Kao Jung, a Hung, because they don't say Tung. <laughs> Whatever. Right, one one minute right till break. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, everybody's telling me what to do here. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we got one minute to break. You are listening to Ghost Chronicles International. No, it isn't. No. Nope. Ghost Chronicles Whoa. Next Generation here at the uh, Circles of Wisdom. We now have a throng of people in here. Or a throng of people? <laughs> I don't look at it. <laughs> Let's not get cheeky. All right, pay attention. <laughs> so we'll be right back after. Following messages on Toji.net, Ghost Chill, and... Oh, Till the Beach, you silly. Then we got another minute. Oh, oh well, the... Yeah. Yeah, Till the Beach, but see, the beach lasts for a minute, about 30 seconds, so... Oh, yeah? Basically, the beating now, so... Anyways, okay. you are listening to uh, Ghost Channel's Next Generation. Come on in, John. Hey, hey another uh, person. So, we'll be right back after the followages and messages... I can't hear this. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. The American Rock and Roll Countdown with Alex Price. Now this Saturday morning, we're going to count them down one more time from number 40 all the way to number one with the official classic hits countdown, the American Rock and Roll Countdown. We'll count down the biggest hits of the 70s with interviews and artist information, news, weather, sports, you name it, we'll have it this Saturday morning, 9 o'clock Eastern, right here on Toginet for the American Rock and Roll Countdown. The American Rock and Roll Countdown on Toginet. 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for you to be a rock star. Get ready to rock with Rock Talk and Craig Deswalt and learn how to achieve rock star status in your industry every Tuesday afternoon at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Craig Deswalt is the creator of the Rock Star System for Success. Craig will share easy tips and strategies on how entrepreneurs and businesses can use outside-the-box marketing strategies to stand out from the competition. Each high-energy show will feature interviews with celebrity rock stars as well as business rock stars. For more on Craig, the show, and the Rockstar Marketing Boot Camps, check out the website, CraigDuswalt.com, so you can learn how to be perceived as an expert and celebrity in your field, so more people come to you to buy your services and products. Then, get ready to be a rock star with Rock Talk and Craig Duswalt. Tuesday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Tugginet.com. Do I hear heartbeats? Do I hear heartbeats? And we're back with Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. Thank you, Ann. That was You're very welcome. Very special. Good thing someone was paying attention. But, well, someone's <laughs> got to do it. Okay. So anyways, um, the good thing she has ears, she says. Uh, <laughs> good ears. Thank you, Viking. Oh, that's what it says. Okay. Uh, so anyways, I guess we're going to go back to uh, with us here. By the way, we are broadcasting live at the Circles of Wisdom, and we have uh, our good friend Doug is here. Hey, Doug. He's eating. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <sign language. laughs> and Bob, who gave me this cool lightsaber. Hi, V-Man. Here you go. And also Susan, who is here. Yeah. And Lisa was here. She's disappeared. I think she's shopping. Because everything off is just 20% off. And by the way, if you come down and brave the crappy weather here, mm-hmm. um, everything in the store is 20% off, so uh, feel free. Anyways, what's that? Uh, I don't know. The whistle run. Take it off. Oh, my God. Oh, oh. oh, that's so cool. I bet I listened really like that. Bob, you just made my day. Now I have multiple tools. Okay, uh, speaking about um, being scary, let's bring Dorothy back. <laughs> I know. I got... <laughs> uh, Dorothy Morgan is yeah. an astrologer. Her uh, website is? NHastrologer.com for New Hampshire NH. And, and you know what? Astrology is like a really, really cool thing. I mean, I've learned so much here in the spiritual world, the meta- metaphysical spiritual world. Yeah. And one of the things that I did understand a little bit more is, um, what's that word? Astrology. Astrology. Right. Okay. That works. Yeah. So, I mean, I, I wasn't sure. But anyways, Dorothy, um, why don't you, you, you talked a little bit about Mercury retrograde and uh, the stupid eclipse we had and why everything is <laughs> all messed up with Skypes today, which is still down, by the way. Still down. And yep. uh, so what's coming up in 2011? I mean, this is something, should we just go and bury our heads in the sand or is... Well, if you are, then life's going to be really difficult for you, and there's plenty of people that are out there preaching a lot of fear factor, which I'm not into, but... Um, really? No. no. Why, why are they preaching fear factor? I don't know. They just think the end of the world was going to happen the other night. I do... Um, are you I do, serious? Yeah, I do a are YouTube... Are you serious? I'll give you an example. I do a YouTube posting, and I do something for each new and full moon, and yeah. this eclipse, I, I said it how I saw it. It's it's my stuff. It's just really about communicating and really sharing and saying the things that we need to say. That's what this eclipse was about on a personal level. Well, I had, you know, people, tons of people out there, and somebody really just really hammered in that 
I was lying. Oh. <laughs> that the world is going to end on the 21st. What's the date today? 22nd. <laughs> And I and, and I was not a good astrologer because I, I was lying to people. Did you ask them to take their medication? Right. Yeah. No, I don't respond to <laughs> yeah, stuff like yeah. that. You know, There's it, no point. Actually, yeah. the way I responded was it's like I don't come from a place of fear. I come from the heart. And and if you want that to happen, I guess you're going to find it somewhere. But that's not what this stuff is about. Basically, what all these eclipses are about. And right. it, it I mean, if you, you look at it, if you go that route by the fear, right, yes. you could end up like Heaven's Gate. Not only did they kill Correct. themselves with the comet coming here, they castrated themselves, which has got to hurt a lot. Oh, I didn't and, know about uh, that, but okay. Wow. You know, even if they survive. So, I mean, you know, it's not all doomsday. Anytime just because there's an end of anything doesn't mean it's the right. end and there's a beginning of right. everything. So. And there's a lot of people that are very spiritual out there. And the, and the astrological energy, the way I'm seeing, because I'm very spiritual too, I don't just do the astrology. And, I mean, there's just a lot of people saying that the Earth is, you know, we're all vibrating differently and, and you can take that however you want. But, you know, spiritually things are getting bigger and bigger. And when that happens, I mean, that's happening astrologically too. And this eclipse that we just had, and we can feel this eclipse for up to three to six months. And every time the moon comes around, every 28 days, it's going to trigger that point. And so over the next, actually the next couple of weeks, till so our next eclipse on January 4th, it really is this year, 2010, was about releasing in every aspect and every full moon we've had over the last four months has been at the last degree of the, each zodiac sign, respectively, that it was in. And so it was about releasing a lot of things that are very mundane, very um, very personal, and, and getting out of the place. And we've all learned financially what we need and what we don't need because income has shrunk for a lot of people. Right. So we know what, what is really important, and these are the things that we're learning is what this last eclipse a couple days ago was about. It's just about really releasing our personal contracts. Some people can look at it as karmic contracts, and even the simplest thing as actually saying something to somebody that you've been holding back for too long. It's really that simple. And when we release these things, then we're able to move forward and find what our new normal is. And that's what the next eclipse on January 4th is about. It's in Capricorn, setting up new foundations, we need to set up new foundations, and until we can't do that if we still have the same old caca in there. We've got to release it. You know, we really Yuck. do need to release. Yeah. And that's what it's about. It's very, very simple. Mm-hmm. But it, it, um, if we do it on a personal level, the ripple effect. So, so you, the you're whole saying world. it's more? Is it more of a personal thing? Is that what you're trying to tell me? It is a personal thing, but it does affect the whole planet because eclipses. And this was a powerful eclipse. It wasn't partial. It was a complete total eclipse on the longest day of the year. On the shortest day of the year. Father. Whatever. It was the longest day in the southern hemisphere. So you're right. Mm-hmm. We're half right. We're both half right. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the theme through the year. I mean, January's eclipse, solar eclipse. And we have six eclipses this year, which is really rare. Huh? Very, very rare. So June is uh, coming? This coming year, in 2011, it, we have six, and it's pretty rare. Usually, 2009, we had five that prepared us for 2010. We had four. We usually have four. We have six in, Jan, in um, 2011. These um, are not all total eclipses. And no, they are not. Yeah. There's a total eclipse, January, um, no, the, the solar eclipse. Actually, I can't tell you right now if they're, if they're partial. Um, most of them are partial. Um, January 4th is the solar eclipse, new moon in Capricorn, so we're going to set up new foundations. But again, if you mm-hmm. haven't done work to release things over this week and next week, 
then, you know, setting up a new foundation might not be as easy for you as it is for somebody else who really has, you know, released a lot of stuff this year. <laughs> and then the eclipse that we have on June 1st is really interesting. It's another solar eclipse. And the interesting thing is, for some reason, I went to NASA's website. So what's the difference between solar and lunar? Uh, full moon or new moon. Okay. All right. Depends on the position of the planet. So if it's a lunar eclipse, we're in between the sun and the moon. In the solar eclipse, the moon's in between us. Talking about pole shifting, the planet yeah, pole shifting. Right, yeah. I find that interesting. I'm I'm not on board. I'm not on board. Maybe <laughs> it will happen. Maybe it won't. I'm I'm not for sure. But the interesting thing. The interesting thing. Let me tell you about June first eclipse. Because for some reason I looked it up for the science of it. Mm-hmm. It is the only place it is seen, and it won't be seen by any humans because it is only on the south pole. Oh. It makes a little loop around the south pole. I'm like, oh, my God. So if the what makes you think I just won't go down here and do a live broadcast on it? Awesome. You and them big tall. I'm not driving that far. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, no. I came far enough tonight. No. Not uh, right. I'll call you. So, that, call so that's the one, and that's in Gemini, but that's a really, really minor one. And then we have a lunar eclipse, a full moon lunar eclipse in Sagittarius in June. So, again, that's... Um, about that's about the world and how the world is. Sagittarius is foreign energy, so everybody is, is, is from a foreign country to somebody. So it really does speak a lot about foreign energy and how travel is, whether travel is interrupted or not. And it's really going to focus on that. And then, you know, we get into the rest of the year, but that's kind of really far ahead. <laughs> but we're mainly looking at Capricorn Cancer Energy, which is home and building new foundations, and then a Gemini-Sagittarius oppositions, and that's about communication, and that's about expanded awareness, so immediate communication and communication to the world. So okay. there's, um, there's a lot going on. There's a lot of shifts. There's a lot of things we can, we, we're letting go of this year, 2010, and a lot of new things that we can bring into our lives in 2011. Now, the Vikings getting married in May. He wants to know, is that oh. what that's supposed to be? Is that the new well, foundation? for him, it could be. It depends on his own specific chart. Congratulations. Yeah. Early May? Sucker. Wondering if it's early May. <laughs> Saturn goes retrograde in May. May what? May 9th? I can take a peek at what May 9th looks like. Speaking about that, anybody in the audience here have a question for about astrology, the eclipses, or anything, anything you would like to know? Or do you have a comment? Feel free. Speak up. Come on. I'm looking. Okay. Nothing? Nothing. I have something to put to share. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He's going to? Going to? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on, Doug. <laughs> Come on. Can't have dead air. There you go. Come on. No? No? Nothing? Nothing? No, no. Nothing. All right. All right. All right. So, so you said something, Elizabeth, and bring that phone back here. Don't go walk off and make phone again. You I'd like it in my hand. Yeah, well, too bad. Okay. All right. I actually was guided to go to Hampton Beach last night, and I drove from 8.30, and I got there at 9, 9.18 last night. 9.18. Okay. Does anybody have a number book? We can look that up. Well, whatever. We can look it up. 
So I went to Hampton Beach. I was the only soul on the beach, and that was my divine guidance to go there. The only human person, not necessarily soul. And to bring two clear quartz crystals with me. Really? Really. This is getting so intriguing. I did. Okay. And when I arrived there, there was a cloud formation. It was a very light, fluffy, fluffy uh, cloud. It was covering the moon, but you could still see the moon. It was still light enough. And so I said, you've got to move the clouds. I want just a beautiful, full moon. And as I started to walk on the beach, the waves were just crashing on the shore. I mean, it was just wild waves. And I just stood there looking all around. It was very quiet, very peaceful. It was almost like a ghost town, actually. I like that word. Mm. So I decided to look up, see if I could see some stars, and a cloud formation was right over me. It was actually a crop circle cloud of a beetle. Hmm. Beetle. Okay. Garrett. John or That actually <laughs> stayed there for about 20, almost 25 minutes. Really? With all the wind blowing and everything else, it didn't move. Did you take a picture? I didn't have a camera with me. Uh, sounds like a ghost hunter to me. <laughs> <laughs> Take a picture of it. That's what they ask oh, every ghost hunter. No, I didn't I have my camera. I didn't have a camera. Yep. I didn't have one. Okay. It is what it is. Okay. She had her crystals. She wasn't thinking of it. So, anyways. And I was guys to take one of the clear quartz crystals and put it in the earth. And to activate it and to just send out pink energy and the word love. I said you love. Huh. I received the way, that, by the way. Thank you. And all the ways. Um, right down, with the most wildest thing. And so looking at the big cloud formation, it finally did move a little bit. And then the Orion state wave was right there, too. So full moon, activated crystal, calm wave, pop circle, and the Orion belt. So, okay. so that was my so what'd you get? lunar eclipse. So what did you get out of this? Quite a few things. Okay. The scarab is about resurrection, change. Yeah. <laughs> change. Yeah. 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 Change, Ron, change. Okay. <laughs> and about using the energy of love and that pink energy, um, using both together. Yes. You can change the outcome of things. So if you can change the way, you can change anything. Oh. And that's my powerful nice. story. It's a good story. Beautiful. <laughs> Vikings being bad. I can see. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I can see. Uh, I can see Elizabeth having yes. her, her own. Uh, yes, Eric, the dung beetle. Yes. <laughs> By the way, speaking of cockroaches, did you know that uh, when large cockroaches, they actually eat in the uh. house and they go in the corner and they. Uh, we don't, why do, why do we have to talk about this? The baby cockroaches actually go in the corner and then eat the duty that That's the big gross. do. Yeah. Didn't know that, did you? No, thanks for sharing. So Welcome to add that to the library. All right. Elizabeth, tell me how you activate a crystal, if I don't know. You hold it in your hand and you set that intention and you infuse it with that energy, whatever it is, that intention. Oh, okay. So one is to just activate the crystal, to be aware of it, to bring in that consciousness. Mm -hmm. And then I was just given pink energy, pink light, and the energy of love. So that's what I put into it, and then I just sent it out. Ah, okay. 
and I don't really work with crystals. So that was what I was guided to do, and that's what I did. And there it you just go. Worked because the waves literally were just crashing, and then I was just, oh. So what do you think of that, Ron? I think it's pretty cool. Very cool. Yeah. So I'm more powerful than that lazy you got there, buddy. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I got three crystals here, so watch out. But, At the very you know, least, you can roll your hat up and hit. I, <laughs> hello. First, first of all, first of all, I'm Polish, so my wife is done with the two by four. It doesn't work, so yeah. that ain't gonna happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, second of all, is that I have a network. I have the network behind me. Remember that. Yes, you do. I don't mm. see anyone behind you, Ron. Yeah, they're there. Trust mm. me. Mm. <laughs> anyway. I actually want to give something away, so we gotta oh. gotta get this audience involved here. So, you know, it's Christmas oh, season, yeah. and you guys do know that twenty fifth is Christmas. Yeah. Supposedly because of the Jesus child was born, even though it wasn't really probably born on this day. Yeah, it they stole no. it from a the holiday. Pagans, from it. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, whatever. It's all. It's the whole deal. It's about being good. So. Yeah. I have a quiz. Which Which one of the audience here wants to take the quiz? to win a prize. Who's who's going to step up to the plate for this one? Come on. Come on. <laughs> They're all pointing fingers at each other. Come on. Wow. It's, it's a good prize. I'm sure I have something really good in there. They're afraid of what Come you're going to get them. They don't want it. Don't be scared. <laughs> well, the problem is only, most people only think if I actually reveal it. <laughs> <laughs> come, come on, Doug. You going to do it? All right, come over here. Right. Come on, sit down. Okay. All right, we have a we have things. Now, I might need I'm, I definitely need your assist on this, uh, fellow co-hostesses here. Yeah. Uh, Laura and Dorothy and Anne and Elizabeth. She'll be here in spirit. And she went to the ladies' room. Look upon all with a friendly eye. Okay. So for the prize, Doug, you do know it's Christmas, right? Do you know all the Christmas stories and stuff? Many of them. Really? Okay. In order to win the surprise, you have to name the reindeer. Oh, ah. my God. <laughs> We've got Dasher. Yep, right, right, right. Black so we get this right? No, not oh, you. Okay. Dasher. Dasher. Yep. Dancer. Prancer. Dixon. Yep. Comet. <laughs> Cupid. Donner. Blitzen. And Rudolph. Yeah. In Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, Louis and Gerald Garzone, two brothers who owned and operated a funeral home, were found guilty of selling corpses to a black market trafficker of body parts. 
The gruesome duo admitted to carving up nearly 250 bodies and shipping the parts across the country for various purposes, including dental implants, hip and knee replacements, and other medical procedures. In an elaborate and grisly scheme, the brothers would sell the bodies or body parts to a man named Michael Mastromarino, who ran the company Biomedical Tissue Services. Mastromarino would collect bodies from several funeral homes in the New York and New Jersey area. He would send a crew to cut up the bodies and then transport the parts to various biomedical facilities at a hefty price. Tissue from a single body could be sold for as much as $4,000. The selling of bodies for medical purposes itself is not illegal, provided the family and or the deceased have consented and the body has been tested and certified to be free of disease. Most of the bodies sold by the Garzones and Master Marino were given false names and documentation, received no medical testing, and in some cases had not been stored or refrigerated properly. A terrifying tale of terror from Barla Ventura's Beyond Bizarre, available now wherever books are sold. Oh, well, it's over now. <laughs> anyway, Doug. Um, hey, you got a twofer. Eric, thank you so much for that Beyond Bizarre, even though we didn't want it. Uh, <laughs> Doug, you, you won this, this book, which, by the way, is has those clips that are maybe in it or not, uh, and it has great things. Like, for instance, the name of the towering Amorphallus plant means literally shapeless male genitalia. Amaryllis? Yeah, whatever. Come on, guys. Oh, my God. Couldn't you have named it something better than like a daisy? <laughs> what? what are you saying? I can't speak. So, Doug, here you go. That would be it, yes. For my favorite girl, Vala. Uh, are you serious? Don't say the name again. <laughs> say another one. <laughs> so, anyway. Okay. Uh, there you go. You know what? I got the... Well, speaking about Christmas, speaking about Christmas, and we are all about Christmas because this is Christmas. And we got a hat on, too. So. Oh, yeah, we, we yeah. do have. Uh, we do. What does yours say? Naughty? Naughty. What does mine say? It's not Made in Japan? <laughs> <laughs> I should have given you the naughty hat. It says nice on the back. El Chipo. <laughs> oh, it does say nice. Yeah. Uh. You'd help, you could only wear naughty in the front, though. Yeah, whatever. So, anyways, it, it is Christmas. <laughs> And I, I want to ask you guys in the audience, I mean all of you, and I'll start with you, Bob, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Very simple. Uh-oh. Come on. Okay, Miracle on 34th Street. Miracle on 34th The original or the remake? The original. The original. I agree with you 100%. The original is way beyond any remake. Oh, bad sense. <laughs> They're so alike. Uh... Lisa, what about you? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, Jimmy Stewart. Yeah, yeah. That's all about angels, Elizabeth, huh? huh? We like that. Ding, ding, ding. Got your wings. Whoop-hoo. Ah, you too, John. Miracle on 34th. The original or the remake? Okay, there we go. What about you there, young man, Doug, the winner? Christmas Carol. Very good. <laughs> All right, there you go. Susan, what about you? Oh, oh the Red red Rider BB gun? Oh, one of my favorite. Darren McGarren, by the way. Darren McGarren, for those who don't know, uh, he starred in uh, that movie, uh, whatever it is, the Red Rider BB gun one. But he also used to do a series called The Night Stalker. 
that I used to watch when I first got married. And I don't know if you guys have ever seen the original one, but, it, I mean, it was really cool. They made a remake again once or twice. Uh, back then it was really cool, and he dealt with everything. He dealt with werewolves and vampires and everything. I was we worked for a newspaper, right, Bob? But that that's a that's a fun series to watch. Half hour back in the old days, or whatever. So, Anne, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Elf. Elf. Hey, we were alone. Yeah, whatever. I'm sorry. <laughs> I like that. Yeah, I, I like Wait a minute, Dr. I didn't get to you. Yeah, Doctor Seuss, um, The Grinch. Grinch is still Christmas, yeah. Dorothy? Yeah, I like that one. All right. And why? Oh, uh, because it's not about the gifts and everything they took away. It's, they still had Christmas. All the Who's down in Whoville. Okay. They still had the spirit of Christmas. Don't make me it cry. It didn't matter that they had stuff or no stuff. I think you really carry <laughs> it, was a, it was a good movie. Can you, you want go. a tissue? Can't take my Christmas away from me. Can you want a tissue? So, Laura, what is your favorite one? A Wonderful Life, the Jimmy Stewart one, yeah, and lovely Elizabeth. Polar Express. That's the. Yeah, hell? I like that. I, I, you know what? Yeah. To be honest with you, I never saw Polar Express. Oh, what's the What's the synopsis? <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you better go and watch it. Yeah. It's Polar. Polar. Is, is it good? <laughs> Polar. What? It's very nice. Yes. It's a nice movie. Okay. Yeah. It's it's like the heart versus the heart. And actually, actually, Viking likes Polish 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 Express as well. Uh, so, anyways, you, you're probably wondering what my favorite is. Yes, Ron. What's your favorite? It is not only my favorite Christmas movie, but it's my favorite movie of all time, and that is, of course, Christmas Vacation. Oh. Uh, Chevy Chase. Oh. And, that is absolutely my favorite movie of all time. Who food my movie? And and the reason because right. of that is okay. is I relate Home Alone. Someone like Home Alone. I love yeah. Home Alone. I, I relate so much to okay, the so Chevy Chase man. character. I, I like Home Alone. Yeah, whatever. We're talking about Christmas vacation. Okay. You know, oh, I'm sorry, we're on Ron's movie. Yes. Yeah. Give me air here. So anyways it, air hard. There was so much into that movie, you guys just don't you you, you know, if you, unless you really watch it six thousand times like I have Christmas vacation with Chevy Chase, oh. and you don't see the little nuances that mean so much, and uh, it, it's the whole thing about once again Christmas. It's you know, not yeah. who is the uh, the who one, but it's definitely. We we've only got two minutes left. I can't believe wow. it. Wow, wow. But anyways, uh, yeah, it's it's a really cool movie. And, and one of the things, in fact, I just noticed the other day after watching it six thousand times is that when Chevy Chase comes into his boss, and of course he had spent this money for the pool he didn't get, but he brings him a gift. And he said at the end of a long table, and he said, I said, yeah, put the gifts at the restroom. And there was a whole table full of gifts. But if you look at them, even though each one of them is individually wrapped, they're all the same. They're like an L-shaped type thing. And he puts it on, and every single gift on that table is the same. So I all got them the same thing, basically. So there you go. A little nuance, but you didn't know it. So anyways. Elizabeth, uh, you've got a bunch of stuff coming up. We're running out of time, so why don't you tell us a little bit about it, and you can actually hold this now. Okay. Angel Meetup is next Wednesday here at Circles of Wisdom, and then the day afterwards, uh, two, uh, Thursday, we have Intuitive Kids and Teen Meetup Group for the first time. Uh, kids get to learn more about their gifts and get some tools and learn a few things. And then on Saturday, February 5th, uh, Lauren Rainbow and I are co-hosting together a Body, Mind, Heart, and Soul Expo in Nashville, New Hampshire at the Radisson Hotel. 
I was your life. Mm, yeah. Mm, right. I have both body, soul, and mind. But and no heart. It. And of course, no, and your no web, website is? Website is www.divinehealing.us. Okay, and uh, I want to mention thing uh, on the 15th. We will be doing an investigation at the in Magnolia on uh, in Gloucester, and uh, that's going on our website. And we will start the uh, paranormal study groups back up uh, very shortly. Merry and, Christmas! Yeah, yeah, fine. It's not over yet. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, uh, in next month, I will be also uh, starting a. Uh, sexy young girl meetup, and uh, anybody who wants to go to that, uh, <laughs> certainly come and contact me. So I hope everybody has Merry a Christmas. great Merry Bye. Christmas, and uh, make sure you leave cookies out for Santa Claus because uh, I have found out that if you do not leave cookies and milk for Santa Claus, he will eat you. We better be off the air by now. So we want to say, everyone, Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Good night and God bless. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night, deliver us all.